0: <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about on this episode of the Tony Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. Some things happened on Sunday that were just downright hard to watch. One was the Daytona 500. The other was the NBA All-Star Game. We're going to talk about both of those things in this episode of the podcast. We'll look ahead a little bit projecting March Madness and a few other things to share with you as well. Flooring is forever.com, 317-755-1246. From hardware to flooring, everything that you need, it's springtime. We're getting better weather here in Indianapolis, and Harley has you covered with over 20 years of experience locally. Give Harley a call today, 317-755-1246. Upgrade the flooring or carpet in your home or business by giving Harley a call, 317-755-1246. You know, I think we starve for... Racing when the off season hits, and we count down the days until the 24 hours of Daytona, which is basically an all star race between some of the best sports car drivers in the world, some of the best Indy car drivers, some of the best NASCAR drivers in the world. It, it, it really is almost like an all star race, and, and you know it's 24 hours of straight racing, and and we enjoy that. And then we count down the days till the, uh I guess you, you used to call it Daytona Speed Weeks. Now it's like Daytona two days because they don't practice. First and foremost, before we even get into it, shout out to Connor Daly and Travis Pastrana. Pastrana got in on his qualifying speed. Connor Daly had to race his way in, and I know what you haters are gonna say, and that's fine. Oh, he only got in because the casualties in front of him, and every you know the, the guy he, he needed to beat wrecked. Yeah, but he still got in. Like, okay, that 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 is racing. There is risk in racing. There is things that go wrong in racing, and you know you're not gonna not. Oh well, just because this guy wrecked, like no, he Connor got in. He finished a couple laps down, held his own, had a had a decent race car. I think at the front part of that race, it just kind of look. He's never raced on an oval before. Like, let's calm down. Anyway, I digress. Travis Pastrana, great run, top fifteen finish in the Daytona 500. Hell, he was in that lead group late in the race. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. wins. Um, before I start bitching and complaining about the race, congratulations to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I've always liked Ricky. Uh, coming up from the USAC race, sprint cars, pretty cool to see a one-car team or one car team win it uh, in that 47 for JTD Doherty, Doherty Racing. So congratulations to Ricky Stenhouse. I know that he's got a bad reputation from a lot of fans that don't like him as far as wrecking people or starting the big one or not being able to get to the end. Um, nonetheless, dude won. Won the biggest race on the biggest stage in NASCAR. So congratulations to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Now let's get to some of the embarrassing shit that went down. How many commercials every seven laps do I have to watch? Look, if if NASCAR and Fox are going to just bleed the pockets and just get so greedy that they literally have to play every seven minutes or seven laps a commercial, which is about seven minutes, do what the NASCAR Truck Series did back in the 90s and just have a halftime. You know what? Hey, let's just stop at the end of stage two, because we got this bullshit stage racing that nobody likes. Nobody cares about. All it does is rob fans of especially that are in attendance of seven to ten, probably on average green flag laps. Um that could, you know, obviously mean a lot at the end of the race. Throw it, throw it. Just let's have halftime at the end of stage two. Bring everybody in, let them all take a piss break, run ten minutes of commercials. And then line them up, fire them back up and go. And then why is Fox going to side-by-side coverage twice? One of those times was during a yellow flag. No, this is a time where you, you use those side-by-sides when it's green flag. And obviously the first, um, you know, what, first 50-plus laps or maybe that fo- entire first stage was ran on the green. And look, Daytona, in my book, can just be the Daytona 50. Let's just go out there and run them for 50 laps. That'll eliminate maybe some wrecks and damaged race cars. I mean, you could just hear it in Tony Stewart's voice up in the booth how cringy it was seeing everybody wreck, and you just knew, you know, cautions breed cautions. As soon as one car wrecked, there was going to be more wrecking um, that went down, and it was it was kind of hard to watch. It really was. Um, you know, the racing itself was decent. But we were so pissed off by the fact that, hell, it started at 3.15. That thing should have started at noon. The race should have been over by the time it started. That thing should have been noon, start 12. Give me 12.30, 12.45. I don't care. But starting, I think, at 3.15, I don't know. I know a lot of people like the Daytona 500 finishing under the lights. I actually don't. I like it to be daylight. Leave the night race for July. I'm cool with that. Uh, I don't know. I I was really disappointed. And honestly... And I I don't I don't have anything against the guy. He's not one of my favorite drivers. If Joey Logano would have won that thing, and I would have stuck with that to watch Joey Logano win, I would have been pretty pissed. Like at least the last couple of years, I've gotten an upset win in Austin, an upset win in Austin, Sendrick, Ricky Stenhouse, and Michael McDowell. Like at least it was somebody that I, I I'm cool with winning. Right? I didn't have to sit there for three hours, fall asleep, and see Joey Logano win the Daytona 500 again. It, I, I thought Fox did a really good job. Following the pre-race storylines, whatever that digital 75-year anniversary race thing that they did was was just tacky and lame. Um, but yeah, overall, not a very good Daytona 500. Was not very impressed um, by the racing. Was not very impressed by all the wrecking. and Definitely wasn't impressed by all the damn commercials. Um, look, in auto racing, and this is this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt. So if you're a longtime racing fan, or you're somebody who enjoys racing and knows A lot about it, you're probably not going to like this take, but it it is kind of true in radio as well, but it's certainly true in racing. We grow so used to the same voices of the last 30 years, right? We get so used to these voices calling the races, Paul Page in IndyCar, Bob Jenkins in IndyCar, and NASCAR. Um, Alan Beswick is a is a name that really comes to mind who I've always liked a great deal. Obviously, he was on the Burnout Sports Show last summer talking SRX. I understand Mike Joy has been doing it for a very long time, but that dude brought no enthusiasm to the broadcast. Like, look, when you watch an IndyCar race, um, how do I say this? Because I know I, I didn't, the last time I said something like this, I didn't phrase it right. Um, but like... Lee Diffie, who is foreign, sometimes can't pronounce things correctly, but at least he brings enthusiasm and brings some joy and some passion to it. If you go back and watch yesterday's Daytona 500 and you hit play in the green flag, Mike Joy is like, and the, what was it, 57th, whatever, 67th Daytona, I don't remember, whatever. And the 2023 Daytona 500 is underway. What? And, and he, you also have to know, and I've learned this, and that's how I think it should go. You're the play-by-play person on TV. You don't need to talk as much as you think you need to talk. I want to hear Clint. I want to hear Tony Stewart. And then Mike Joy, you can catch us up. And I know you're saying, well, Tony, you, know, you do high school games. What are you doing critiquing this guy? We fall in love with these voices that tend to hang on a little bit too longer, because the people in charge say, yeah, you know what, they might not know as much about racing today, and what's going on, but man, people just, they 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 recognize that voice, and, and, and that voice is, is, but you know, I didn't watch Daytona 500, because Mike Joy is the announcer, I didn't watch, I love Bob Jenkins, but I didn't watch a NASCAR race, because it was Bob Jenkins, um, you know, yes, those voices do do help, and they do bring enthusiasm, and and you get to know them. But, man, Mike Joy just didn't bring it. Just didn't bring it. Did not bring it in the Daytona 500 on Sunday. And quit talking over Clinton Boyer and Tony Stewart. Let them finish or let them talk to each other. Then you can come in. We don't necessarily need to hear what you have to say until they're done speaking what they're talking about. So, oh, that was my take on the Daytona 500. I want to thank everybody who hopped into the Daytona 500 Contest on the Fans Place app that I'm working for now. It's a local app here. It's a sports prediction app, a free sports prediction app. If you haven't downloaded it, we're going to have IndyCar games throughout the entire IndyCar season, powered by Burnout Sports. Each race, among other things, you'll be able to win a T-shirt to the shop in Broad Ripple. If you saw, they had a Connor Daly NASCAR T-shirt over the weekend. They just released their line of Rick Mears and Michael Andretti T-shirts. They are going to be some incredibly popular drivers um that they have access to and t-shirts coming out over the next several weeks every Friday they release a new Indianapolis 500 related t-shirt. Uh so thank you to the shop in Broad Ripple and Carmel. Check them out at the shop Indy if you're not already sick of seeing me model their stuff um not only in person but on their social media feed. Um free to use app, cash prizes. Somebody won 50 bucks on yesterday's Daytona 500 and a Dale Earnhardt 1989 card. It was pretty cool. Um you, you log on at different bars or wherever you are and we have a daily street contest that if you get 10 in a row, you win $100. If you get 20 in a row, you'd win $1,000. I have a huge month of March push coming up with the NCAA tournament and I hope you'll download it. Thank you to everybody who already has. So it's the Fans Place app on the App Store. It's right there on my Twitter at Tony the Indy if you want to check it out as well. All right, um, you know, what I thought I was logging off at the Daytona 500 and just didn't know how much more I could handle. I decided it would be a great idea to turn on the NBA All-Star game. And look, I love the NBA All-Star weekend. I love the NBA. I do. I know I'm probably the minority on that. Um, I watch everything Saturday night because All-Star Saturday night, as we know, just like the home, home run derby in baseball, is better than the actual game itself. Even though the, the MLB All-Star game, you know, it actually, you're playing for something, which I enjoy. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better final three in a three-point shootout because Damian Lillard is my favorite player in the NBA. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heel playing for the Pacers, showing out. You know, I would love to see a Pacer player win, but Dame Lillard is my favorite player. The dunk context with Mac with Mac McClung, what a what a great showing! What how fun! I mean, I know he's a, he's a G League guy and you know played a few games for the Sixers, but we all love the underdog story. So then you get to the the all-star game draft, which I didn't hate. I was like, okay, all right. But, look, I understand it's a glorified pickup game. Nobody's playing defense. But, you know, it was not competitive. Team LeBron, Luka barely played. LeBron hurt his finger on the rim. And, you know, they were shooting half-court threes. I know Dame made one, which was pretty cool. But once, once Team Giannis got up, like, 15 points at the end of that third quarter, like, that was it. Like, it was... You know, and I, I know you want to honor Kobe. Do you want to have that um, that? Is it the Elam ending? Where you go to 24. I know that probably that that basically eliminates like a half of a quarter, like six minutes, because you get to 24 so quickly. And I know you want to eliminate some of the time that you spend in the All Star game, but that was just tough to watch, man. It was like every three was going in for Team Giannis and every shot for Team LeBron. Like, they just didn't care. Like, Tatum went off. I mean, Paul George bricking a bunch of shots. Tyrese Halliburton played okay. Um, but, but they got their asses kicked. And it was just not fun to watch. So was was certainly disappointed uh, that I tuned into the NBA All-Star game. I mean, I was hella entertained by the three-point. I was hella entertained by the dunk contest. Which is hard to say because I know everybody's got a bad word to say about the dunk contest. Now it should be better. But, um uh, you know, nonetheless, it is what it is. So, all right, can't wait. Uh, 13 days away from St. Petersburg and the IndyCar season kicking off. Again, check out the app. We'll have some awesome prizes. Uh, obviously, the shop's going to put up some t shirts. We'll get some other prizes as well. I've got some big things in the work with this app, I think, for the month of March and the month of May. Um, one being with Connor Daly, but we'll just leave that for now. Um, so, we're going to have a lot of fun over the next couple months. I hope you'll join us. I hope you log into the app and have a good time. Um, don't forget to follow Hambones Trivia on Twitter as well. I do a lot of hosting for them. Uh, I'm getting ready to go to Chatham Tap on Butler's campus right now, which hopefully will be more joyful than them losing to 6-22 Georgetown yesterday. Month of March, right on the corner. Um, today's the 20th. I think the first conference tournament starts the 28th. I think the Horizon starts next Tuesday. And then in two weeks, um, the semifinals is on Monday. And the final game, maybe that's three weeks. Two weeks, I think. Um, that's a longer tournament. Here at... Uh the the fairgrounds in Indianapolis. Can't wait for the All-Star game. NBA All-Star game to be here next year. I uh, can't wait to just go to All-Star Saturday night. That'll be a lot of fun. Um Purdue, I don't know, man. Are they set like it's been a tough week? Are they set up for a, a long NCAA tournament run? We're gonna see. I know a lot of people like are gonna say Arizona and Virginia and Purdue and IU are the teams that we know are always gonna disappoint in the tournament. We'll see. Um let me get to the Big Ten tournament before I before I say one of those two teams is gonna not make it uh, far in the tournament. Maybe Indiana State will make a run in their conference tournament to go to the tournament. Ball State, not a bad team, uh, bad that bad loss over the weekend, but you know, I mean, I go back to Oregon State back in 2020 when the entire NCAA tournament was here. They ran through their conference tournament as like the 11th seed, ended up getting into the tournament in a play in and making it all the way to I believe the Elite Eight where they lost to. Uh, was that when? Did they beat Loyola, or did yeah? It was one. I know that they play Loyola because I went to that game. I thought Oregon State won to go to the Elite Eight, and made, I think they lost to. They lost at Hinkle, who was on the Final Four that year. Houston, no. UCLA, maybe it was Oregon. Maybe they lost to Oregon. Um, nonetheless, can't wait for the tournament. Can't wait to do some great things. All right, thanks for listening. Check out flooringusforever.com, dot com three one seven seven five five twelve forty. Six, we'll get Harley together, and uh, we'll go check out Back 9 because I've been there, and they're going to do some stuff with the app, and I can't wait. Big Masters tournament coming up. All right, I've given you guys way too much information. Have a great rest of your week.